welcome to another episode of Scrumcast. I'm Drew Leswear. I'm Derek Neighbors. I'm Roy Vandewater. All right, and today we're going to talk about stand-ups, um, why we do them, why people sometimes don't want to do them, and, and uh, why they're important. So, uh, Roy, uh, we were talking earlier, and we, we talked about a team who didn't want to do stand-up, and uh, why do you think that is? What, what are some of the reasons teams don't want to stand up, do stand-up? So the most common reason that I've heard for not doing a stand-up is um, we, don't, we feel like it would be wasting our time. We, we want to spend these 15 minutes doing development work, and we don't have time for this bullshit stand-up where we're just going to stand there and, and talk about nothing that matters, and we could be coding. Yeah, I definitely think that um, some of it is people don't believe that they're really going to be 15-minute meetings. Um, and so, you know, they've never been to a meeting that's probably taken less than an hour before. And so the, the thought of doing five meetings each an hour that, you know, you're looking at five hours worth of meetings per week. If you're only there for 40 hours, that's a pretty huge commitment. So I think sometimes it's fear of, you know, is this really only going to be 15 minutes? And if it's only 15 minutes, can it provide any value at all? That's a good one. Another one might be, okay, yeah, we're all in the same room, if, you know, if they are in the same room, and if we need to talk to each other, we'll just say it. So that might be another reason why they don't think they, they can just talk to each other. They don't think they need anything extra and special or ceremonial to, to discuss. I think, I think Vizos refers to that as the, uh, the water cooler effect, right? The, well, we'll see each other at the water cooler later, so why, why have a personal conversation now? Right. So, you know, I'm on an engagement right now, and it's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, one of the teams did not w- really want to do a stand-up. Um, so we kind of had a, a scrum of scrums type of stand-up. Um, and then each one of the managers had started to, on their own, bring the concept of a stand-up back to their individual team before we even brought it up is something they might consider doing, except for one group. Um, the one group was kind of told, hey, everybody else is doing this, is working really well, you should try it. Um, and I think they were a little bit reticent to do that um, for a number of reasons. And it was um, kind of interesting. They ended up having their first stand-up. Kind of everybody on their team went around, you know, and, and kind of, you know, gave, you know, their checked in and did their stand-up portion. And at the end, the, the manager said, I'm amazed that none of you guys said anything at all about this massive thing that, you know, you know, we've got, you know, this huge thing coming up in like five days and none of you guys said anything at all about it. And they're like, oh, yeah, we, oh, yeah, that's right. And so, I mean, here's, you know, something that, you know, the team thinks that is like on the front of every, it's, it's clearly on the front of the manager's mind that like this is a big deal and we've got to get it done and I'm not thinking about much else Yet everybody else on the team was like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot. That is happening, like, in three days. Like, duh. And I think that's just proof positive that, you know, I think one of the hardest things about communication is um, understanding that you don't really know what the other person is thinking. So here's, you know, a manager who thought that everybody on his team had this on the front of their mind, and in reality, it wasn't even on their mind at all. Um, And so, you know, just by having something that simple – is awareness that, holy crap, nobody on my team is thinking about this. I better get them to start thinking about it. And I, I do think, though, that uh, the, while stand-ups are great for that type of uh, interaction and getting everybody on the same page, I've been part of a lot of stand-ups that feel like they drag on forever and that probably exceed the 15-minute time block and where people are taking up such a long 
period of time to, to express whatever their concerns are for the day that I just completely am not able to pay attention. Like I'm trying with every bone in my body to pay attention, but I just can't do it. Yeah, um, and even if they don't exceed the 15 minutes, they can still drag on um, too long. Um, Roy, I think you're good at doing this, is if if a side conversation starts happening during stand-up, it's like you, you'll say, okay, why don't we take this offline? That way the two parties or the two developers involved can have a deeper conversation if needed, but it doesn't have to affect everybody else in the rest of stand-up. Yeah, I, I definitely think that there's a, a couple of key things, either a scrum master or somebody on the team um, needs to be really good about respecting time boxes. I think that that is the most powerful element of a stand-up is keeping it time-boxed um, because it really teaches the team about respect and about respect of a time box in, in a very safe manner. Um, you know, a couple of things that I'll do is absolutely, you know, if somebody's getting a little wordy, take it offline or feel free to say, what are you getting at? What's the, you know, I mean, we've had on our own team some people that get a little diarrhea in the mouth when it comes to, um, you know, st- you know, turning it more into a status update and kind of wishy-washy. And I think it's okay to say, well, is there anything blocking you? And if the answer is no, go- okay, okay, like great. Like, you know, we've, you've lost everybody. Um, the other thing that um, I'll do if I, I start to see things going on is to tell people it's okay once the, you know, we're going to start the stand-up at the same time whether everybody's here or not. We're pretty much starting it. And when the 15 minutes is up, if you've got something that you need to be doing and you feel like your time is being wasted, feel free to go ahead and basically check out. You know, obviously here we like to use core protocols. Feel free to check out and and show people that your time is being disrespected. And I, I think when you start to do that and you start to be honest with each other, it, it starts to be like, okay, maybe I need to not be so verbose during this. I, I think also that um, in line with the core protocols a bit that – when you're doing stand-up to have a very rigid structure for what everybody's supposed to say like whether it is um, three quick phrases or one to two quick phrases that say whether you're happy, mad, or glad uh, happy, mad, or uh, sad about something or if you uh, use the standard stand-up thing which is like this is what I did yesterday, this is what I'm doing today and these are what my blockages are I think that's very important too because if you get into the stand-up where everybody is kind of free-form speaking that's when you get into where people are kind of like – first off, people feel like they have to say something, so everybody right. says something. And then they also just drag on and on because they're trying to remember if they're forgetting anything important. And with the format, you're like, okay, well, that can itinerize very quickly. These are the things that are going to be blocking me. Let me get those out because those are really, realistically, in my opinion, the most important because those are the other things that the team can help me on. And then uh, also the things that I worked on yesterday and today and then just be done with it and move on. Yeah, I, I definitely think a lot of people try to make them status meetings. And in a status meeting, if you're not talking a lot, that means you must not have done much yesterday. And so I find that certain personalities really try to be verbose because they're trying to make it sound like they've done a ton of work. Um, when in reality, what they're talking about, nobody really cares about. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, another thing that, you know, we've playing around with a little bit here too is I I think once you start to get a high performing team I think that what did you do yesterday and what are you doing today really are not that important I think it's really about you know what you know what impediments are standing in my way where do where do I need help and I think one of the ones we've tried to start to bring in um, success not so successfully but it, it's a but it's it's a going down the road and that's you know what do I feel exposed on right like where am, where am I scared where am I you know feeling that you know inadequate at and I think in a high performing team those type of questions become much more important because they're really talking about how do I get better how do I remove the roadblocks how do I not feel afraid 
And I think also the attitude of stand-up where everybody has to speak. With core protocols, it's great because you go around the circle very quickly. But if you're doing just the quick what I did yesterday and all, and all of that and you're really just concerned about impediments, it's not necessary for everybody to speak. Because I've seen a ton of times where people are working in pairs, so two individuals did pretty much the exact same thing in a given day. So when they're listing off what they did yesterday, they both repeat almost verbatim what the other person said. Like that's not necessary. We could have cut the entire stand-up in half if everybody's paired up. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons I don't really like the whole status kind of, you know, piece so much. Is is especially on slightly larger teams, you might be working in in code base pieces that are different enough that if you're really trying to give any kind of level of detail about what you did, to other people are checking out right. because it's irrelevant. Like to, when like when Coney starts listing down acronyms for a yeah, yeah, project. Yeah, <laughs> if you've got your ADO, but yeah, right. exactly. Um, you know, it, it becomes really easy to, to kind of check out. Whereas if you keep it at a much higher level, um, it gives people insight to say like, oh, I've worked with PDF before, you know, generating PDFs before. If you need help, let me know. I know a lot about that, right? Um, or, or you know, REST Arc API or SOAP or whatever, right? If you keep it at that high level, I think it's, it's meaningful. The minute you start to drop into like implementation, like it's probably better to be offline if you really need to talk about that stuff. I liked one thing you said about um, at saying how you feel exposed. Like that's a great way of of bringing out some lurking problems and bring them to, bringing them to the forefront. Uh, because there's a lot of things, you know, as we develop, as we do things, where hey, I feel a little bit exposed. This is in the future. I can foresee an issue here, and even if, even if it might not be a, an immediate impediment or immediate roadblock, you can still feel exposed on some lurking issue, um, and that that's a great place to bring it out and stand up. Yeah, I mean, I, I think some of the other things with stand-ups, too, is even once you're doing them, it's hard to do them well. I mean, it's hard to get everybody to show up at the same time and not be late. I mean, I remember, you know, here at Integrum, we probably had three years' worth of fighting to figure out what the right stand-up time was, um, to figure out, you know, do you punish people that are late? Do you not punish people do that are late? Do you lock them out of the you room? You know, how do you do that? And, and I mean, I, I, I think not idea. until, you know, in the last, you know, three or four months have we really gotten to the point where, um, you know, stand-ups flow really well. You know, there, there aren't people pissed off if somebody's, you know, not there because people are only not there if they've got a good reason to not be there, um, that they're efficient and effective. And, I mean, I think it's re- I think it's a lot like pair programming. It's something that's really, really easy to start doing. You know, hey, we're pairing. We've got two people sitting in front of the same pairing station. Hey, we're doing stand-ups. Everybody meets for 15 minutes. Doing them well and effectively and getting the most out of them is very, very difficult. So this is one that I, I've seen quite a bit with people that are first starting out doing stand-ups. Stand-ups. Do you really need to stand-up for it? Mm-hmm. And I always tell them, well, if you want the meeting to be 15 minutes or less, I highly suggest it. Yeah, there's a saying, you know, even if you do your stand-up sitting down, but um, I've always stood up for it, and I've never found a need to sit down for it. So... so the best part is when you ask them, well, why, why don't you want to stand up? I think the response you get is because it's uncomfortable. And I think that's kind of the entire point of the stand-up is right. everybody in that meeting wants it to be over with as quickly as possible. If you have a meeting in a boardroom with comfy leather seats and donuts, I think everybody's going to you know, take the time away from work and just relax and, and, and be happy that they're away from the daily grind for a little bit. Whereas if everybody's standing up, it's uncomfortable, but it's a necessary uncomfortableness that everybody tries to get it over with. So I think it's hilarious that you bring that up. So uh, in, in a recent engagement, um, uh, this happened just, just the other day, is uh, 
you know, I, I instituted a, a talking token or a you know token to pass around for um, stand-ups at an organization. And so all of the groups that are doing stand-ups are using stand-up tokens. Usually they use a marker or something, you know, not, not too, you know, whatever is kind of close by. Um, and they kind of pass it around. And one of the teams that um, was not doing stand-ups and was kind of allergic to them, uh, when they did their first stand-up, their manager started off by telling them, um, that, you know, hey, the stand-up thing, you know, it's, it's, um, I know it seems really stupid and it feels dumb and passing this token around is really childish. Um, but, uh, you know, I thought the same thing when I was, you know, in my first stand-up, but give it a chance because, you know, it's really improved communication amongst our team and, you know, I think that, you know, it will really help our team, you know, amongst a team that I'm doing it with, I, I think it would really help um, our team do it. And so it was kind of funny to hear somebody who, you know, was visibly uncomfortable during stand-ups, but when he tells his team, you know, really articulates that this feels really childish, you know, this feels really stupid, um, but give it a chance because there's something kind of magic to it. And I think that that, that, that is some of the key to a lot of the agile um, cere- you know, not ceremonies, but some of the ceremonies as well as a lot of the activities or the thoughts or the principles are, they kind of take us back to that more childish state where you're almost uncomfortable doing them, so you kind of get duped into kind of painting the fence Tom Sawyer style. Like, you, all of a sudden you're like, hey, hey, wait a minute, I just got tricked into, like, giving away vital information that I didn't really want to give away, you know? I mean, <laughs> uh, and, and I think there's some magic to that, and it, it's okay to feel uncomfortable, and it's if you're just starting out, it is absolutely positively normal for stand-ups to feel uncomfortable oh, I know. when you start doing them. For my at least first two or three months, I had this like crazy concern of where to put my hands while I'm standing up, and then, and then like the, just like the waiting for everybody else to speak. I remember it, it felt really awkward, but I mean, it's something that you get used to. All right, well, that's it for today. And see you next time.